Welcome to episode 39 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about the word deal in all its forms, from a generic business deal to expressions like, it's a done deal, the type of deals that you might find in shops, to even a person who you would describe as a dealer and could even work in a dealership. And of course, the very important verb form, to deal with something. This episode is clearly a big deal, so make sure you don't miss out. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting word. In fact, it's a word that I think will be very useful for a lot of you. And we actually came up with this idea because Alistair recently had a session with one of his clients and it was a very fruitful session. And so we thought that it would be worth sharing some of that information with all of you. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Everything good? Good, good, yes. So you recently had a session with one of your clients and it was all around the word, the, a deal, right? Yeah, because this client remembered that we'd mentioned this word with a particular meaning in a previous episode. Mm. And I think it's when we talked about a, it's a done deal, maybe, I think it was. And that was like where you you have something in the future that you think is definitely, you've reached an agreement and there's nothing left to negotiate or to do. No, it's a done deal. Don't worry, yeah. it's it's finished. No, it's just a question of signing the the contract or something. And she, yeah. but you could, So she was sort of asking, oh, but I couldn't find where it was in, in which of the episodes, but I want to know more about this word and how to use it. Anyway, so I, I we started talking about it. I said, well, actually it has a lot of uses in business and not business. And the more we talked about it, the more I, I remembered or thought of different uses of this word, not yeah. only the one we mentioned in the previous episode. And I said, oh, this could be, well, I think she said, this could be a good episode for a podcast. No, just focusing on this one word. There's so much. So I said, Absolutely. yeah, you're right. I think I think we'll do it. And here we are spontaneously. <laughs> we decided this is a topic for, uh, for, for one a of discussion. our episodes. For That's a discussion. Right. That's right. Yes. So we started so before recording, now going through the different meanings. Or it always has more or less the same meaning. It's the way yes. it's used in different contexts. No? That's right. That's right. Very exactly. useful word. Mm. Exactly. Yes. So let's start at the beginning of the story, mm. which is really the whole idea of a business deal, right? A business mm. deal is un acuerdo comercial, basically. And I, probably most of our listeners know that particular type of expression, yeah. right? It's obvious one that people probably yeah. know or recognize, a business deal. Absolutely. And or probably, to, do, yeah. to do a deal. Yeah. Is when yeah. you successfully, so you're negotiating a business contract or a bit, some aspect of business with a client or a supplier or another company. And that is the, and the end of the negotiating process. When you agree, you have a deal. Yes, that right. That's, that's the next, 
Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's the next part, really. Mm. So you have the, the mm. actual thing itself, the negotiation process is kind of like, well, is a business deal, you have to kind of have mm. different interaction with the different parties, which we, we talked about the whole idea of parties a few episodes ago. Um, but then when you get to the end, there's often this expression in Spanish speakers' minds, right? The whole idea of llegar un acuerdo o trato hecho, right? Which actually can be a little bit more difficult to, for, for mm. Spanish speakers to translate or get in a good idea of what they should say in that particular situation right yeah so i mean you'd say we've we've negotiated a good deal so at the yes. end of the negotiation the result maybe before you've actually signed it perhaps but which is where you might say well it's a done deal we've negotiated mm-hmm. a good deal we're happy with it just a question of signing the papers tomorrow so it's a done deal don't worry everything is so it's not going to change there's yep. no more negotiating that needs to be done and then when you actually both sign, both parties sign the contract, if it is a contract, then you'd say that, you know, that deal is done, no? Yeah, it's done, yeah. yeah done. There's, also, there's also a point where you might want to say when you're in the negotiation process and you kind of like want to say mm. that absolutely you're happy with everything, all the different conditions, mm. you could literally say it's a deal, right? Yeah. It's a deal it, as well. It's like announcing in the moment, I suppose you shake hands, yeah. With your, you say, so the person you're negotiating with shake hands and say, it's a deal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that negotiation has reached its end and both parties presumably are happy with the final deal that's been yeah. negotiated. No, and you sign and you shake hands and it's a it's a done deal and it's a, it's a good deal for your company, presumably, right. or you wouldn't have agreed to it. So each side benefits in some positive way, no? That's right. So there's another different expression that you can also mention, of course, which is to reach a deal. Now, this is more mm. not necessarily when you're involved directly in the negotiation, but it's more of somebody externally where they you would say they reached a deal, right? Mm. So it's not so not an expression that you would use necessarily when you're actually negotiating face to face with somebody. But if you, if you're reporting it later on, you could say, mm. well, we reached a deal last week or something like that. Right? Yeah. And not only in business, in politics, so all the Brexit negotiations, if you remember, you know, the British Prime Minister, whichever one it was at different moments, Boris Johnson quite a lot of the time was negotiating with the European Union, trying to get a good deal Mm -hmm. for Britain with the exit from the European Union. So they're always talking about, you know, at the end of it, they say, we are, of course, they're always going to present it in a positive light, any politician. So they say, yeah, we we got a good deal. We negotiated a good deal. So we re- we've reached a deal finally with Europe over Brexit and it will always be described as a good one because obviously a politician is never going to say it was a bad one. Absolutely. That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> Whether it was good or bad. <laughs> of course, of course. That's a, that's a different a different yeah. show completely. But you'd say um, the government <laughs> in the news, no, they'd say the government has finally reached a deal with the EU over the 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 strat- the exit strategy of Brexit, no, or the yeah. final conditions of the of the exit. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, if you say often reporting on somebody else's negotiations, whether it's the government or a business negotiation. Yeah. And that leads on quite nicely to this whole idea of whether you've, once you've reached that deal, whether the, the deal was a good deal or a bad deal, right? And mm. you can you can also, you know, describe describe your opinion as to mm. whether it was a good deal, just like with Brexit, right? You could, you could describe yeah, it as whether it was a good... Was positive yeah. or negative, no? in exactly. your opinion, subjective. Yes, yes. 
And that, that, is, that is important because it also leads on to our next point and how you can also use deal, right? Because it's not just for business deals in itself. It can also be for actually when you just buy something off the shelf, como se dice en inglés, right? It's like yeah. where you buy something off the shelf can be a good deal or a bad deal. In fact, it can be even a bargain, which is also a useful word to, to cover here, which yeah, is obviously good the word, idea bargain. of a ganga, right? Yeah, uh, Joya, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so when you have the, well, we're getting close to Christmas now. So after Christmas, you'll have the January sales. So sales rebajas, mm-hmm. where obviously companies, shops offer products at lower prices. So, I mean, if you if you as a consumer, as a customer, are able to get a bargain and you, you're able to buy something for, with a big discount, 50% cheaper than normal, then you've, you've obtained a good deal. You say, ah. Oh, That's right. So a good deal in this sense, there's no negotiation because you're not nope. negotiating the price with the shop, mm-hmm. but the shop is offering a good deal. So there's two aspects. The, what the shop offers, which is the, the sales, the, the lower prices, you say the Corte Inglés is offering good deals at the moment, this month on winter coats, for example, yeah. or shoes mm-hmm. in the sales or not in the sales, just simply a particular product on TVs. This month in the Corte Inglés is offering good deals on on smartphones or TVs. So yeah. during that month, they're, they're discounting the price. They're offering lower prices. So they're offering a deal on televisions or tablets. And if you buy that item cheaper than the normal price, you've obtained a good deal from yeah. the shop. Yeah. But there's no negotiation involved in this. It's simply there is a oferta, no, a good offer. Yeah, from the shop with a good deal, a good price, good deal on washing machines this month, 30% discount. And if you buy a washing machine 30% cheaper than the normal price, it's, you've obtained a really good deal. Yeah, that's that's really well explained. I mean, I think mm. in this particular mm. case, it's mm. it's just mm. it's the type of difference between when you when you see oferta in in Spanish, then you would probably in in English, an equivalent shop, you would have basically great deals, amazing deals. They would use that particular word, yeah. right? And mm. and clearly, as you said, is exactly is is not like the first scenario where we're talking about where it might be a very much negotiated situation. This is obviously pre-organized and mm. uh, is just a sort of a take it or leave it sort of situation right but because it's an amazing deal it's an amazing bargain as we've kind of mentioned before Mm. you might be more tempted like lots of people are tempted when there are Mm. great deals available right and so i suppose the concept of the deal although there's no negotiation involved it's in business when you when you've done the deal and both parties agree to it and shake hands Mm -hmm. Mm. and say you know it's a deal because yeah. both sides in the negotiation are happy with the final agreement, with the final resolution yes. of the negotiation. Now, in the scenario with the shop and the customer, there isn't obviously not reaching agreement with the shop. There's no negotiation, but both parties benefit. I mean, the mm-hmm. shops. I mean, why do shops have sales? Because they sell more. So by reducing mm-hmm. the price, they hope that people will consume more, which is beneficial to the shop. They sell more things. So maybe yeah. their their margins That's a good are word. smaller. So their yeah. profit margin is yeah. less. Yeah. So they make less money on each item they sell, but they still make a profit. They don't sell it at a loss. So they don't lose mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. So for the shop is good and for the customer is good. So both sides benefit from this deal. That's from right. this interaction. No? Yeah. Yeah. So every Absolutely. everyone's happy with this deal. No, the shop's happy, they sell more, and the customer's happy. Because you get a good deal, you get a good price. That's right. That's right. 
That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's the main key differences between two ways that we use deal. First of all, it's more like a business environment situation where it is negotiated. What you might say when you've actually reached a deal or where you might describe it or where you might say it's a done deal or maybe more in a retail situation where everything's pre-organized, but the, but the way they announce it, the way that you would even describe it is they, they have an amaz- amazing deals with 50% mm. off, right? So there are two key different ways that you can use the word deal in that situation. And then we want to think about a third way, right, which is the whole idea of using it actually to describe a person, right? So Mm. here and and potentially an organization as well, because Mm. you can actually say something like a car dealership, right? Now, this is a really important one because there's a lot of confusion around this for, for many Spanish speakers, right? That a car dealer and a car dealership. Now, what, what are we trying, what, is the, what are the problems there, Alistair? Because there are a few problems, right? Yeah, well, the, the dealership is the concept, well, it's a concesionario, I think, in Spanish. And often we talked about this, our clients ask us, how, how do you say concesionario? Exactly. Uh, and often I forget this word dealership, to be honest. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, somebody who sells cars is a... It's um, true. And, yeah, it's yeah. a difficult one to remember, but the word, the correct word is a, a, a dealership. So it could be a Mercedes yes. dealership or a Ford dealership or Renault so they sell that particular, I think it's an individual business. Mm-hmm. So it's not owned by Renault or Mercedes. It's a mm-hmm. company owned by an individual, but they work with that company. So it's a bit yeah. like a franchise. It's a bit like a fran- yes, yes. So they sell Mercedes cars. They don't sell other brands of cars. So they yeah. have a, well, I suppose they have a deal, no? They have an agreement with Mercedes <laughs> Another to deal. sell their products yeah. in their That's in their. Right business so the place where you go to buy it or the concept is it is a mercedes dealership or a car Mm -hmm. dealership run by a somebody who owns that business and that person the owner of the company would be the a car dealer that's right that's right would be the car dealer absolutely the person who deals in cars meaning sells or buys and sells cars so if you if somebody deals in something that's the expression. So you'd say, I deal in cars. That's what I do. I buy and yeah. sell cars. So I am a car dealer. That's right. And That's I right. own a business, which is a car dealership. Absolutely. And my particular Absolutely. car dealership is, a, and then the brand of the car. No, is yeah. a Peugeot dealership. That's right. It's kind of interesting, right? Because native speakers often don't even mention the word car, because right? it's so much connected to the idea of cars. Mm. We just say, oh, I'm going to the dealership, you know, in some cases. They yeah, because don't, I don't think we use it with other products, do we? No, we, we don't. Know it in the sense of cars for some yeah. reason. Yeah. So you, I mean, you could be an antiques dealer, antiguidades. So your business is buying and selling antiques. Mm. But then we'd say, what would you say for that, for the place where, you buy the antique would be yeah that would be clearly an antique shop so it's not a dealership in that case partly because of the whole sort of agreement is slightly different and they would probably do it on a sort of more individual basis right so it's it's, like very uh, very different well there's no sort of franchise concept is this that's right i only sell antiques of this particular brand well it doesn't exist so it's just one person usually owning a, a shop or maybe a chain of shops could be. It could and be, And they yeah. buy and sell antique furniture. But obviously they don't have a deal with a company like Mercedes, no? So they don't just sell one brand yeah. of antique, which doesn't exist. 
So yeah, there's no concept of dealership or franchise. Just it's that's an a, antique shop. That, that's really. an interesting one because the yeah. only the only thing close to that is where these kind of big auction houses or yeah. that are kind of like things like Sotheby's, which is kind of like very famous in the UK, where they oh, actually yeah. they actually go they do have lots of antiques and they kind of go through a auctioning process now where the people bid for these different types of uh, antiques but even there we wouldn't say we would probably say an auction house or something like that we wouldn't yeah, say a, house, like, like a, Sotheby's yes yeah, not exactly. a dealership you still wouldn't use no. that word you still wouldn't use yeah. a dealership at that in that particular case yeah. so dealership in the in English specifically is very much connected to a car dealership which is one of the reason why concessionario is so difficult for for people to remember because even when I can remember many situations where my client might say oh how do you say confessionario and I say well actually you have to say car dealership and they're kind of like wow that is really difficult to remember <laughs> it's like it's not something and you know we even we find it difficult to remember so it's hardly hardly yeah, a surprise I never remember you know? that word and nothing to do with ships barcos no? <laughs> that's you're right not se- you're not selling ships <laughs> if you did sell ships and maybe you'd be a ship dealership but i don't think that's <laughs> yeah well, that right. sounds funny a ship dealership it's just a, a coincidence that it has the yeah. word ship at the end so yeah, yeah dealer so if you're a dealer you deal in something that's your business that's what you you're uh, com- well usually buying and selling import exporting products you're a de- uh, or or illegally so you know, yeah cameo that's uh, a, in Spanish, yes. is a drug dealer. Yes. So if yes. you deal, if you buy and sell, or sell more specifically, well, both, I suppose. You have yeah, to you have to sell. presumably buy and You've sell. You've got to get yeah. the drugs from somewhere and then sell them to yeah. somebody else, and you make a profit yeah. illegally, in yeah. this case, illegal yeah. drugs. Yeah. You're a yeah. drug dealer. Yeah, like the famous um, show, right? Which I know you watched some t- uh, you've watched in the past, right? Breaking Bad is like a good example of of somebody dealer. who who was a teacher but then became a drug Chemistry dealer. Teacher. He became a yes, drug dealer. Right. Yeah, I'm just I'm watching it again for the second time now. I've almost finished. Oh, there you go. I think there I've got go. about three, four episodes left. Yeah. Um, so, yeah if you, so there's if an you example ha- of a guy, yeah. normal guy, chemistry teacher becomes a drug dealer. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. That's another use of the word is to describe somebody basically who in whichever activity they're involved with, essentially they're buying at a lower price and then selling at a higher price, yeah. right? It's a dealer. It's they're trying to, they're a dealer. They are just what we would say in English is almost like a middleman, right? They buy at a low price, they sell at a higher price. Yeah. And that's that's how they make yeah. their money. Comerciante you know? or haciendo comercio, no? So anyone doing mm-hmm. this kind of commerce business mm. i suppose activity is a good word i suppose when you say i deal in something i deal in antiques it's like mm. that is your commercial activity that's what mm. you do no yeah. often you associate with buying and selling yeah like as you say a middle person though between the like a manufacturer and the customer the end user yeah so yeah. you say i deal in antiques i'm an antique dealer yeah but if you're a car dealer or a second-hand car dealer is a very common phrase we use now. So if you say selling used cars, yeah, you're a second-hand car dealer. That's right. We, we often use that as a sort of metaphor for whether you can trust someone or not. No, when we talk about <laughs> yes. politicians, or you say, would yes. you buy would you buy a car a used car from this man? 
<laughs> it's like, well, what, do you trust this person? Now, that's very interesting because I don't think that concept really exists so so specifically in in Spain because I've often asked whether there is that kind of concept behind the whole idea yeah. of a second-hand car salesman, which is so strong in the UK, yeah, partly because I think they have a bad reputation, yeah. Whereas in Spain, it's less, it's less yeah. for some strange reason. I don't yeah, know why. Or just but not yeah. sort of a concept in that sense. Yeah, that's true. I, that's I think true. that actually came, well, I, this is a very vague memory, but I think there was an election campaign in the United States, probably a presidential campaign. I don't remember which one, maybe Nixon, perhaps. I mean, this is going back a long time mm. into the late 60s or early 70s. And I think the opposition actually did put posters around the country with a picture of the candidate. Maybe it was Nixon saying, mm -hmm. would you buy a used car from this man? <laughs> so it's basically questioning his trustworthiness, yeah. which is a yeah. word with you. Is can you trust this man? Yes, like, yes. Because do you yes. trust a person selling you a second-hand car? Because sure, there's, sure. there's always an element of trust. Because if you're not a, a mechanic and you don't know anything about cars, you have to trust that the car yeah. is okay that you're buying. No, yeah, yeah you're not yeah, being absolutely. ripped off. Going, yeah, back which is to, yeah previous episode <laughs> absolutely yeah. very good very good use of uh, that particular cheated. expression yeah. yeah and i think the whole idea of a second-hand car salesman even if you think about films in general like there is this whole idea i think it must definitely exist in in the united mm. states as you mentioned because mm. because in films you do see that whole idea of buying yeah. a, a second-hand car from on on a in a yeah. particular second-hand dealership second-hand car dealership right yeah, very common. um yeah very common very common and so and the people selling the second-hand car dealers nearly always presented in a sort of negative way. You know? That's right. Like they look yeah. like somebody that, well, oh, not sure I can trust this guy. You know? That's right. They look a bit They're dodgy. They a look bit a bit dodgy. dodgy or a bit shady yeah. is another Yes. One. So yes, dodgy, yes. como dudoso, no? Like you, yeah. you doubt if you can trust them, so they're dodgy. Yeah. And not That's maybe very... completely legal or you're not quite sure. Where did That's the cars right. come from? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why All are they so cheap? Uh, That's right, yeah. Yeah, a bit quest questionable. No? Good, yeah. yeah. So there you got the dealer, right? But then we thought of even another way of using the word deal, which is verb form, right? You can actually use it in verb form as well. For example, if you are going to into a particular, I don't know, shop or organization, you can use it in the verb form in terms of like when you're asking um, could you tell me who deals with this, right? So you're actually mm. using it in verb form there. And that particular expression can be very, very useful because often our clients want to say something along the lines, quien es el responsable, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and mm, you know, I mean, useful to know mm. that there are different ways to say this, right? Yeah, I mean, the big mistake, well, classic mistake that we hear all the time is people saying uh, who is... The, I am the responsible, or who exactly. is the? Because in Spanish you can say the, el responsable. responsable but in English no. it's not a noun. It's a, so you, say, you have to say who is responsible for something, but you can't be the responsible. So you'd say, I don't know, the, the, the boss, the manager, the director, or the person in charge of something, cargado, no? So who's in charge of this who do i need to speak to no who's responsible for this but not who is the 
So you can't say the responsible. Yeah, you can't because it's not a noun; it's only an adjective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's really great. I mean, in fact, we came up with three options there, right? Which was mm. the first one was that if you really want to keep to that construction of responsible, then make sure you don't use the article. So you you have to say, could you tell me who is responsible for the da da da? So that that could be that could Mm. be one option. Then your second option, as you mentioned, Alistair, was who is in charge of this? Who is in Mm. charge of the financial? aspects of this particular Mm. deal or whatever you want to say right and then the third option is actually connected with the word deal that we're we're discussing today which is who deals with this particular topic topic who deals with the financial technical side of the business or the financial area so who do i need to speak to who whose job it is to to deal with these issues or these problems so who deals with the financial things. So yeah, yeah. it's very useful because when you're contacting a company or you're and you need to speak, maybe you get the person who answers the phone, is the secretary or whatever you receptionist, yeah. and you want to speak to can I speak to the person who deals with human resources or deals with whatever it may be, financial yeah. issues? And they'll say, Okay, and they'll pass you to that individual who deals with or who is in charge of that aspect of the business that you need to talk to. So so you can say that person deals with the financial issues and you want to speak to the person who deals with financial issues. Yeah. Who's yeah. in charge. It's very, it's very useful. It's very useful, yeah. And it's kind of quite formal. It's kind of a nice way of using it, you know, because responsible for is, is fine, absolutely. But you always kind of want to have more alternatives. Mm. Maybe, for example, if the secretary doesn't really want to let you get give you access, mm. you know, yeah. you might have to explain a little bit more. And you say, well, is the person who's responsible? And then afterwards you can say, well, but I would like to ask you if I could get in contact with a person who deals with... So you're using a variety of vocabulary there not to kind of continuously mm. just saying of course at the end you really want to avoid that spanish construction which is the responsible okay yeah. but you know having alternatives as well is really super useful yeah, or we've it given could be more, spe- more specific no so they could generally there is a department or it could be the department can you put me through to the department that deals with what are invoices no facturas mm. uh, and then within that financial department that Maybe you want the person who specifically deals with your company. So, you know, the invoices from your company. So it's more specific, you know, or with a very particular aspect of invoices. Yeah. So you say, okay, yeah, I know you work in the financial department and you're responsible for invoicing, but can I, but I need to speak to the person specifically who deals with my company or with this particular aspect of it. Yeah. Something very specific, you know, I don't know what it might be, you know, some taxes or IVA, no? Uh, yeah. VAT or something. VAT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The per- and then what's interesting is once you speak to that person and maybe you have some dialogue and some ongoing relationship and contact, you mm. are then dealing with that person. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So yes, means you're, which is you're great. interacting great. Yes, with the person, yes, 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 communicating yes. with them. So yes. you'd say, you know, so maybe when you call back another time, you say, oh, recently I've been dealing with Juan yeah. about this. Can I speak to that person again? Yeah. So, I, yeah. you know, or I usually deal. So you may get a regular contact within a company that you always speak to about some particular issue or problem. Say, I, yeah. I always deal, the person I deal with in this company is Juan. So yeah. can I speak to him? No, or the financial director. So I, 
put me through to him or her because that's the person that I deal with on a regular basis. So yeah. the person con quienes tiene trato, no? Tener trato yes. con la gente, no? You deal that's with right. that particular yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Again, all different verb forms and uh, you're very useful because in, in, mm. in, you know, there might, depending on the context, you might want to use present continuous or pre present perfect or whichever, mm. you know, form that might be applicable in that particular situation. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Really good. Really good. If it's an ongoing thing, then of course you're going to use, you know, I have been dealing with dealing him with... up until now. You yeah. Know? So I want to um, continue. Like, don't give me, so you may get another person say, so, yeah, but really i've been the last few months i've been dealing with this person mm -hmm. so i want to continue speaking to them not to i have to explain it again to somebody else mm -hmm. so yeah. it's that that relationship you've been having no interaction yeah. with somebody yeah yeah fantastic yeah and then there's one last different type mm -hmm. of way that we use the word deal and it's in a one particular expression that we came up with and i'm sure there's probably a few other expressions as well that maybe will come to us as we explain this but the one that we did think of is an expression which is it's a big deal or it's not a big deal don't worry right mm -hmm. and so th those are kind of interesting right because it's important to understand exactly what they mean if somebody says don't worry it's no it's not a big deal you know what do, hmm. what do they mean by that it yeah. means you know clearly well actually there's two ways you can say it because you i think you almost said it the second way so it it's not a big deal or it's no big deal yeah it's quite common it's slightly strange construction so instead of saying it is not or it isn't a big deal you it say it's deal. no big deal is quite hmm. a common way to express it, it. is yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. It's, don't worry it's no big deal well, obviously, as we've been saying, that a deal is like this. You've you spent time negotiating some in agreement in business. So it's often maybe about millions of euros or dollars. Often a deal is a very important thing, no? So to yeah. successfully negotiate the deal and to get a good deal for your company, and that deal could be very important for your company. It could be million, you know, a new contract worth millions. It's a very important thing. So when you say something is a big deal, it means it's very important. Yeah, because a big yeah. deal in business is about a lot of money or very mm. important or both. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you say, oh, so I don't know, getting married is a big deal. It's a very important yeah. thing you do in your life. No? Or buying a house is a big deal. It's a big deal, um, yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. But if you say, no, it's no big deal. So you say, no, mm. it's not very important. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be subjective. Something you think is a big deal. So you think you have a big problem. Somebody else can say, no, no, don't worry. It's, it's no big deal. That's nothing. It's not important. Exactly. So you can disagree about what is a big yeah. deal or not. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots of people would say that, oh, don't worry, it's no big deal. It's kind of like to reassure you. It's kind of like, no pasa yeah. nada, no, no te preocupes, yeah. you know, some yeah. that type of no thing. Es para in fact, tanto, no. Yeah, yeah, no, it's para tanto, yeah. Mm. And it's kind of, uh, in fact, somebody asked me about this this a few few weeks ago. Mm. And, you know, you can you can think of many different expressions in English that, that would kind of describe that sort of idea. But one this, this is one of them where you say, especially verbally, right? You would say, mm. maybe not so much in a written form, but certainly if you're kind of like, speaking to somebody on the phone don't worry it's no big deal I'll, I'll just i'll just do it a different way or i'll i'll find a different solution right and so that's a very it's common kind of an expression people use I go, yeah, yeah. People say no no actually, for me this is a big deal mm. so you're trying to reassure somebody know that maybe what they think i know they've got an exam or something and you're saying no it's no big deal don't worry about it. it's only an exam so to mm. you it doesn't seem very important but to them they say no no sorry for for me this is a big deal 
So mm. I'm very worried about it. It's very important that I get a good result. Yeah. So, you know, it can be a matter of opinion. But as you say, often you're using it to reassure somebody who's very mm. worried about something yeah, and or very nervous, like an exam t- taking your driving test or I don't know. And you say, don't, it's no big deal. It's only a driving yeah. test. Yeah, you can, if you yeah. fail, you can take it again. Don't sure. worry about it. It's no big deal. Mm. Now, obviously, mm. that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> what yeah. is a big deal or not? What's important yeah. to you? Maybe not to another person, but it's a very common phrase we use no to as you say to maybe reassure people not to worry about something or not don't give it too much importance it's not the That's end right. of the world if Absolutely. this thing doesn't happen no if you don't pass the exam you can retake it another day it's no big deal don't worry about absolutely. it. absolutely absolutely fantastic fantastic alistair i think mm. i think we covered quite a lot of stuff there so what i'll do now is i'll just kind of give a little bit of a summary and you can jump in where if i miss anything ah, well to jump in i've just have thought of <laughs> One thing is about dealing with the problem. <laughs> you are jumping in. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So if somebody's trying to resolve a problem, so maybe you in a company, somebody, your boss gives you a task, something yeah. you need to do, a problem you need to resolve. And they say, how are you getting on with that? Have you finished yet? Have you done it? Have you resolved it? You say, don't worry, I'm dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So if you're dealing with something, you're doing it, you're working on it, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to resolve it, but you haven't yeah. finished yet. So That's again, right. trying to reassure people, if somebody's worried, have you done that thing yet? It's very important. You say, don't worry, I'm dealing with it. Yeah. So leave me alone yeah, yeah. and, you know, let me, let me deal yeah. with this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's another yeah. verb form, absolutely, in terms yeah. of saying that you, yeah. you've got it under control. You're working on it at this particular yeah, moment. Control. Yeah, it's not, it's not quite finished yet. It's a task that's still pending, let's say, you mm. can say as well in English. Or someone, so someone's very worried about this. You just say, don't worry, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. I'll solve it. You don't need yeah. to do anything. I'll do it. I'll deal with it. Yeah. So again, yeah. you know, I'll I'll do what needs to be done to, to yeah. resolve this issue. No, and you don't need to do it. So yeah. don't worry. You don't, you don't so that's another of... use of deal. So yeah, it's got a lot of different uses. It does. It does. Very useful. Very useful indeed. Okay. So let's just go quickly through those. The first one was all related to a business deal, which is obviously the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about the word deal. And then we talked about different expressions that you might say when you're actually in a negotiating process. So things like it's a deal where, for example, that would be a translation of llegar a un acuerdo or trato hecho. You might even reach a deal when somebody is describing a deal that has been done and they've actually not been involved in it you know they reached a deal last night for example or mm. they they reached a deal three weeks ago right mm. like the of, government uh, as we explained yes. the negotiation yes, absolutely like absolutely yeah yeah then you can then you might have it's a done deal which uh, alistair mentioned right at the beginning where for example is kind of like almost you know, it's kind of like that it's almost guaranteed, right? It's like it's not quite signed yet, but we can assume that the the actual deal is done and it's going to happen very, very quickly, right? Yeah, you just, so it's all that's left deal. to do is dot the I's and cross the T's. <laughs> that's a that's very a good, good expression. expression yeah yeah what is that it's, it's dot the i's and cross the t's yeah yeah that's yeah. <laughs> that's a high level expression there that's yeah a, that's so when you're added, writing it's added just the bonus last thing you do for... no? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right absolutely so then also of course once you go through that process you can either have a good deal or maybe not such a good deal and of course that is highly subjective whether you think that you've had, reached a good deal or not a deal not such a good deal mm-hmm. but you can describe it in that way so you can say we've reached a good deal right so it's, mm. it's a way of describing how you feel the negotiations went 
So that's all related to negotiation. And then afterwards, we talked about more off the shelf sort of situations where it's kind of more related to retail situations where you might see certain deals in a shop, like Alistair was mentioning, Elcorting Less or any types of different types of shops. You might see great deals like ofertas, right? In English, we have the word bargain, bargain. So you might see lots of bargains. And the way that they would describe them in a shop would be a deal, you know, a mm. massive deal available today right so that's the yeah. type of phrase supermarket you know this week great yeah. deals on i don't know fish or something cheese or whatever it may be yeah absolutely absolutely so that's a really good way to think about the word deal as well because it really is kind of related to the whole idea of you buying something it's not a negotiation negotiated process it is very much you going into a mm. shop seeing a good deal uh, looking at the all the good deals and then mm. just buying yeah. but as so it's as, a good as, result for you yeah? yes you're obtaining yes. a good result and yes. the company too the shop absolutely. they don't do it for free they're doing it that's for a right. reason to sell right. more. No? Yeah. Yeah. Then we went into the whole idea of dealership, which is kind of very interesting because it's the translation of confessionario. You can have different dealers. Okay. Dealers are the, are the person, somebody who buys something for a low price and then sells it for a higher price. We went through a whole variety of different types of dealers, such as antique dealers and maybe even a drug dealer. Okay. All sort of same sort of process, basically. It's kind of like they're acting as a middleman. But yeah, the one that stands out is car dealership because in English, we often and just use the word dealership just without car and it's kind of difficult to remember but a good one to remember if you can remember that translation of confessionario and then finally went into verb forms right which was all to do with the whole idea of using yeah using that word deal in in verb form essentially and we were talking about that translation of often spanish speakers find it difficult to to say oh you know what's the translation for el responsable is it the responsible no it's not quite right you have to say and we gave you three options there in fact we kind of gave responsible for in charge of and who deals with the third one being the appropriate one there who deals with this specific aspect right so that's a good way of avoiding that key mistake which is the responsible right mm. and the final one was all just to do with one particular expression which was it's a it's a big deal or not a big deal, depending on your point of view, all right? So mm. if you want to reassure somebody, they're worried about something, you say, don't worry, it's no big deal. That's that's mm. actually the way I would use it mostly. But on the other hand, maybe it is a big deal for you. Okay. This is a big deal for me, you know? I'm mm. going on my first trip by myself. I'm traveling for the first time by myself. That's, yeah. that's a big deal for me. Yeah. Right? Or out so, of Europe or yeah. something like this, no? So for you, that's a big deal. Or on a plane, first time flying. Mm. You'll say, oh, yeah. flying, it's no big deal. Deal. You say, well, mm. for me, it's a big deal. I've never done it before. I'm very nervous. Sure. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So it all depends on point of view there. And you can use those different types of expression. But yeah, a really, really good word to know. As you can see in many different forms, in verb form, in terms of just describing a negotiation, making it clear that you've reached an agreement, understanding how you could offer a deal to someone if you have a shop or whatever you might have. It's so such a useful word, right, Alistair? Yeah, and this concept of, you know, don't worry, I'm dealing with it. So the person... Well, Absolutely, as well. It's the same as before, knowing the company, the person who deals with a specific aspect, but also you can deal with a problem or an issue. And yeah. while you're dealing with it, you're trying to solve it. You're trying to reach a, a, a positive outcome, no? 
Yeah. So I really yeah. like the business deal in the end. And people yes. say, are you, have you solved that problem I asked you to do? You say, don't worry, I'm dealing with it. Mm. Uh, or, or you offer, you say, I'll, no, don't worry, I'll deal with it. So mm. I'll, I'll mm. be the, I'll assume the responsibility to try yeah. to resolve this problem. No? So you're yeah. dealing with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of not just a word that we you kind of would assume, okay, well, I'm going to use this word when I'm talking about llegar a un acuerdo or trato hecho, which is kind of like the first thing that you might think of, yeah, right? But it's kind of also thing. really has many other, and I think that's yeah. what you found with your client, right? Is that you started well, off there, what we started but off then you go into And we ended up yeah. an hour class just talking about the yeah. deal. Exactly. Which is why exactly. I thought, oh, great idea for an episode of the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope that we've given lots of value to our listeners mm-hmm. today. Thanks a lot, Alistair. Amazing as usual. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did yeah. too. Me too, as always. A pleasure. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'll see you again next week. Yep. Yeah, see you next week. All Cheers. right. Cheers. Speak soon. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.